0: Welcome in. This is your Jock Market Power Hour for this week's Zozo Championship. I'm Rick Aiming, that right there. It's Joe Idoni. And Joe, it's Tuesday. It what is are we a doing? Tuesday here? night power hour because the boys are in Japan. Good to see you. How are you?
1: Great to see you as well, my friend. Uh good, man. I am excited for the Zozo. Kind of a weak feel, but like this is one of those It's one of those weird things where I'm very excited for this particular IPO. Like I haven't had much in the tank in terms of a betting card or looking at DraftKings lineups this week. It feels kind of like a dead week. But this, this has got my attention. The pricing structure is the same as we talked about last week, which we'll touch on. Um, There still can be a ton of value to be had, maybe a couple of less names in the market this week. I think there's a ton of opportunity over this next 45 minutes uh, to make a good bit of cash on the Zozo.
0: I will argue this is the cash market that is prime for profit. And I think there's two really big drivers of this. The fact that this is going to start Wednesday afternoon, right? The fact that that's that's the way this this lock is going uh, or this tournament is going to start, uh, that's gonna th- people are gonna forget they're gonna they're not gonna get their bids in. They're not gonna do all of that. But um, the other part is, the, the, the payouts, the you you mentioned this, the payouts are still in that uh almost full field payout structure that we saw last week where it is just begging you to make a lot of money, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we saw people totally sort of pepper that mid-range with guys like Rory, um, even guys like Ricky who we talked about in that $4, 5 $6 range last week and you're able to catch these massive jumps, um, I mean 12 like spots. Finishing positions 12 or better, so 1 through 12, are all going to pay out $10 plus a share this week. We may have one or two golfers clear that mark, but it leaves a ton of opportunity in those different ranges below to make make significant jumps.
0: Yeah, so if you're, if you're just tuning in, if you're just jumping in for the first time, here's what's going on. We are now on a Tuesday night, Joe. We are in an IPO, which is still going to end right before – 9 PM Eastern time this evening, right? Just to confirm that. Okay. So just before 9 PM Eastern time this evening, this IPO phase is going to close right now. We are bidding on shares of golfers with real USD. Uh, if you are one of the high bidders, uh, when this IPO does close, you will be allocated those shares, those shares you can buy and sell over the course of the tournament. You can short them. Now it is a full on stock market for fantasy golf. And we're giving away. Cash, $100 tonight, the easiest way to get that money is go ahead and drop your Jock Market username in the chat right now. And if you haven't deposited, use the code POWER. That is a $50 deposit bonus. And Joe, this is one of not two, not three, not four, but five cash markets that are going off on Jock Market today. So we are in full sport season right now, my friend.
1: Dude, I was just pulling that up. Literally five IPOs are live right now. Zozo Championship, MLB early game, MLB late game, NHL, NBA opening night. Like If you haven't gotten into this app yet, use that deposit bonus right below. They'll match your first 50, like you mentioned. Drop your handle in the chat. We'll try to give you an extra 20 bucks to get you started. But uh, a ton of fun, a ton of opportunity, and, and let's go.
0: Yeah, let's go. Let's take a look at uh, last week real quick here before we jump in, because Rory McElroy, who I think we talked about, you know, last Wednesday when we when the dust settled and we looked at the IPO prices, we were like man, Rory's pretty cheap. $7 and 15 cents, right? Like that, that yeah. stood out. Of course, he goes on wins the golf tournament, $25 a share, $17 and 85 cents per share in the profit department. Colin Morikawa, who I'm pretty sure you had uh, as a big allocation in your portfolio, went for $8 and 88 cents last week, finished second, $20 a share was the payout for that $11 a share. But Keith Mitchell, $3.88 Ricky Fowler, $4 a share. These are all guys that made moves last week in what seemed to be a very profitable market for most people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think most people uh, who were involved in it would agree that, that there was a ton of opportunity last week. You see, there are a couple of massive jumps for guys like Fowler and Mitchell, but um, the majority, I mean, there's a lot of green on that screen. The majority of guys I felt like uh, were able to turn you a profit last week. a nice margin Uh, whether you were at the top, in the middle, or sort of down low and fishing for guys below. But uh, we mentioned a couple of these names, some surprises, obviously, with Ricky and Mitchell. Sam Burns, we were very high on, continued his strong run of form, another 87% return. So we're starting to see uh, different strategies sort of take hold and and kind of get an idea of, of what's working in these markets.
0: Yeah. So speaking of strategy, uh, it's it's a little bit, I guess it's not rare, but it's it's always fun when we get a 78 player field with no cut and then we've run it right back the next week. So is there anything that you learned last week that you might try to deploy in your strategy this time around?
1: Yeah, I think so. Last week, I normally don't do this, but I ended up with with the majority of my portfolio built on Morikawa and Hovland. Vic obviously was was basically dead even. Uh, I had the nice jump in Morikawa, but I'm pro- like I wanted to do this last week and kind of stick to that sort of mid range. Just the way things kind of shook out late, I lost a couple of guys in the final seconds of IPO that I was really sort of targeting pretty hard. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do. Depending on where these pricing ends up, I think that there's two sort of elite tier one A players in this field, which we'll get to, and then a little bit of a drop off. But it depends on all how the pricing falls over the next 40 minutes or so.
0: As we say each and every week, there is a price for everyone, and we will get through that. But before I unveil to you the big board for this evening, which is the live prices for every golfer in this market Let's do our market movers here, Joe. So this is an opportunity for you and I to dive into three golfers each that we are targeting across each one of these tiers. And I actually found it interesting. I don't know how these tiers are going to shake out tonight because outside of those top four guys that that we'll talk about and that you're alluding to uh, – Oh boy, it is wide open. So we're going to find out what public sentiment is. So let's just start at the top. Let's start with the guys we know are going to be there. Our blue chip options for this week, Joe, who are you adding to your favorites that you're going to try to get shares of this evening?
1: Yeah, look, I think there's two guys that are sort of head and shoulders above and it's Morikawa and Shoffley. I like Morikawa a little better. And here's sort of why obviously the closing 62 is the low round of the day in Vegas. Um, The iron play is just seemingly more consistent at this time. I mean, you can say that about anybody versus Colin Morikawa. He's probably the best iron player in the world right now. But really, from what I remember of 2019 here, this place is fairly tree-lined. And it's like it's not one or two trees. It's a lot of them. So, like, guys were getting in major troubles in the trees. And he's just a lot more accurate off the tee right now than Xander is. Xander, I know – you were kind of on site. I, I wasn't sure if you sort of caught wind of this while being at the tournament, but they were mentioning on the coverage about him switching up uh, a new driver in the bag and and tr- kind of tinkering with some of the lofts, trying to figure things out with the driver. It's typically not a good sign. Morikawa seems to be really comfortable, really straight off the tee. The irons are fantastic. Uh, he's going to be my blue chip.
0: Outside of that stretch where he basically told us he was injured, uh, you know, fed that that St. Jude to like tour championship, he has been incredibly profitable in the jock market. Even with those events, even in the 21 cash markets that he's played with the bad stretch, still returning on average 24% average IPO, $7.76. That's Colin Morikawa. That is Joe's blue chip stock for this evening. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go with Hideki. Uh, I think that he is very much kind of in that Maybe he's that 1B tier. Maybe it's Xander Morikawa 1A. Maybe it's Hideki and Zalatoris in 1B. But Mm -hmm. what I know I'm going to get from Hideki this week and every week is a great ball striker. I also know that I'm likely to get four rounds of grind. Because there are 5,000 fans out there every single day. This is the first time he's going to play in Japan in front of fans since his master's victory i know mm-hmm. how important that is to him uh you will not see him take one single shot off this week and i think that in a guaranteed four round situation uh that is very very valuable so i will take a matsuyama as my blue chipper for this evening
1: i, I love crazy? that and you know why it's like so it's a no-cut event it's a guaranteed massive purse payday for these guys which they're all there for But Hideki's there for something else that maybe a lot of these other guys in the field are just kind of going there and catching the flight to cash a check or maybe get an opportunity to pop one in a weak field. Like he's there because this means something to him. We know that he finished second here in 2019, the Tiger, when he won. So a lot of good vibes. I, I really am high on Hideki this week as well.
0: All right, well, we will find out earlier this week because this is, again, starting on Wednesday evening on the East Coast. That's why we're doing this on Tuesday night, so make sure you're getting your bids in. Make sure you're getting your shares of golfers this evening. Joe, let's move on down the board here. Our our, our mid-caps, our guys in the middle of this board, our guys that we think are going to end this week in the middle of the board. We might be wrong because I've already seen some names popping up there. Who are we going with here in the middle? I like Alex
1: Noren. Um, okay. he didn't play great last week. I'm willing to kind of overlook that in this instance, because he had a couple of back to back, really nice playoff performances, uh, in the FedEx cup stretch, I think ninth and a fourth place finish there. He's, he hits a ton of fairways. He's really sort of dialed in off the tee, which I mentioned earlier, uh, given the way that this course layout seems to play, I think is going to be an advantageous for him. Uh, you know, we know about sort of the, the double greens on every hole. What that also does is um, makes each green a little bit smaller than average, I believe. So he's pretty crafty around the greens as well. Uh, Bent grass, which I believe is the putting surface this week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but That's right. uh, it's his best surface by far in terms of putting. I'm hoping that last week he's able to sort of forget that, move on this week, and maybe we get a much better performance out of a guy like Norin.
0: Let me show you something that I love about the jock market. And I think this is a really good illustration. I have loaded in, so this is on rickrungood.com. You can, go, you can go see this. It's all free. You can download the data. I've loaded in your two market movers thus far here, Joe, Colin Morikawa and Alex Noren, and they are dangerously similar here, which I think is wow. h- hilarious and awesome. So Morikawa has played 21 markets, average ROI, 24% in the positive. Morikawa, 24 markets, average ROI, 29%. Obviously, the big difference is their average IPO price, but this speaks to what we talk about all the time where there are very few markets, and this is one of them, where Alex Norin can be making you more money than Colin Morikawa, and Alex Norin has not won a single event. You know, he's constantly, you know what I mean? Like, this is a perfect illustration of that, isn't it?
1: That's great. I love that. Yeah, because you you could have the same amount. Likely, you're probably making a lot more on Alex Noren because you're not paying nearly the same amount per share. So if you're allocating dollar for dollar, you're getting a lot more of those positive shares of Alex Noren on average per event than you're getting of Morikawa. So pretty cool little graphic there. All that data, as you mentioned, is for free on your website. So take advantage of tools like that. Like it's only going to make you better.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting when you start diving through all of this. Okay, my mid-cap, I'm going with Keegan Bradley because I am a sucker and I am a loser. And when these guys cannot putt, uh, give me that guy. And he's actually been better this season. This season, only six rounds for Keegan, but he is actually a small, positive putter. I don't even need him to be positive. I just need him to be a neutral putter, lean on the rest of his game, get in a field like this. I mean, we've seen him win a playoff event. We've seen him win the BMW Championship. Like, I just... I just look at the middle of this board and Keegan's skill set and Keegan's profile stands out to me and I'm a sucker for these guys. So I'm going to go with Keegan Bradley. His average IPO $4.61 probably will be more expensive than that. This evening we'll keep an eye on it as the night goes on, which Joe turns our attention to the penny stocks. These are the cheapies. These are the guys that are at the bottom of the board that we think can uh you know, even return to you maybe Three, four dollars, that might be good enough for a profit this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think an interesting strategy before I mention my guy this week is there's like a handful of 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 Japanese players down at the very bottom here. Um, you know, really only two players in this field are gonna pay out a dollar a share. So if at the end of this thing, if they're around a dollar twenty-five, like you need them to finish like 78th or better in an 82 band field, like to return you a profit. So you may be able to grab a couple of those in terms of a more recognizable name. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I might be willing to target Kyle Stanley this week. Oh, he burned me so many times, Kyle Stanley. But uh, number one in ball striking, it's hard to ignore the stats and the approach play. Like you're hoping for that one spike putting week where he can kind of put things all together because there are parts of his game. Small parts of his game, but parts of his game that are elite on the PGA Tour in terms of iron play. Um, if he can just sort of play field average in a couple of those other ones and maybe cash in the top 30 this week, you can likely return a decent profit on a guy like Stanley.
0: Uh, Joe, I think it's fair to say that you have a type, my friends, because here are your three golfers for this evening. Morikawa, Alex Nora, and Kyle Stanley all have played in between 21 to 25 markets. All have returned on average 21 to 29%. You, sir, have done your homework. You have done your research okay. that you have allocated uh, or are likely to allocate some funds to some very similar styles or not styles, but returners in the market.
1: We'll okay. see if all three of those could end up green this week. I'll be- be a happy man. All
0: right, now I'm going to go with. Uh, I'll do it. I'll bite the bullet here. I'll go with one of these Japanese players. I'm going to go with Takumi Kanaya. If you don't know who he is, he spent 55 weeks atop the uh, world amateur rankings. And you're probably saying, "What does that matter? Who cares?" Well, um, the only other guys to to be atop the the official amateur rankings that long, Patrick Cantlay was one. He also did it for 55 weeks. The guy who holds the longest record, 60 weeks, John. Rahm, two very good players. Not saying Takumi Kanaya is Patrick Cantlay or John Rom, but he is a very solid player. He's uh, He plays a lot, obviously, on the Japan Tour, has great success there. He's going to be comfortable on this golf course and this style of golf course. So I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to go with Takumi Kanaya as my penny stock. So just to recap, I'm going with Kanaya, Keegan, and Hideki. Joe is going with Colin Morikawa, Alex Noren, and Kyle Stanley. Those are our market movers for this evening. And Joe, before I unveil the big board, let me remind the people that we are about 25 minutes or so away from this IPO phase closing. Uh, You're getting your bids in right now. This is going to be a very profitable market because of the turnaround time and the payout structure. If you want to win money to jock market, actually, let me just give away some right now. I'll give away the first $20 right now and I'm going to give it to Tim. Tim Morrill, congratulations. You are the first winner of $20 this evening. If you want to win $20 as well to the jock market, it's very, very simple to do. Put your username in the chat right now. Also use the code POWER for a $50 deposit bonus. You don't have to do that to get entered, but you you should because it's the best deposit bonus available. And here's the big board, Joe. Boom. Xander Shoffley, $9.51 right now. If you are a buyer of Xander at nine fifty-one, you are asking him to finish 13th or better in this small field. And, Hede- and uh, Colin Morikawa at $9 a share. Absolutely no surprise with those two names at the top.
1: No, no surprise there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where Hideki checks in, and I think we'll keep tabs on that as the number three guy. But yeah, asking Xander to finish 13th or better, asking Morikawa to essentially finish 14th or better, not big ask for them. Xander, I think, is minus one seventy-five to top ten this week. So heavy favorite to top ten if you're in the betting markets. Um, you know, leaving you obviously a lot of value even at nine dollars and fifty-one cents here comparatively.
0: Yep. So nine fifty one for Xander, $9 for Morikawa, then a gap there, $8 for Hideki Matsuyama. And I think the fourth guy, the fourth guy that we would have been looking for here, Joe, is Will Zalatoris, $7. Yeah. Johnny Vegas has already asserted himself in that $7 range. Does one, that surprise you? And two, where do you think he's going to finish this evening?
1: Yeah. That surprises me. Um, as you know, I, I usually put together my own sort of target pricing and rankings here. Let me see where I got, I got Johnny. Vegas. Let me
0: guess. We're already there.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're already clear, but guess where I have him ranked in this field.
0: Just like what number, like what price yeah. or what rank What number, what number, uh, you probably have him as number. Oh, I'm pretty high on Johnny. Vegas. Uh, 17, 16. Okay. Good guess.
1: Yeah. Very close. Uh, yeah. 16. So I have a target price on him of $5 and 65 cents. Obviously well cleared about that. Somebody loves him some Johnny Vegas this week, but, but yeah, I think the number four guy who's in that, um, top tier of players in terms of opportunity and equity to win this event is definitely Will Zalatoris. He has the most question marks around him, which is why he's not at that price point yet, but I think he's going to get there.
0: A couple of interesting nuggets here. Um, and I love this. I love having the data handy here. Johnny Vegas has already cleared the most expensive he has ever been in a cash market. But I think this is interesting here, Joe. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the seven time the seven most expensive prices that Johnny Vegas has ever been, he's returned a profit. So when That's he incredible. Yeah, so when you do pay up for him, he doesn't seem to disappoint and this is something bless you you will not see with a lot of other golfers. Like if I just flip to like I don't know, Webb Simpson, I bet you he's a loser like at all of these. Yeah, basically all of his most expensive prices he's a loser. Johnny Vegas the opposite of that.
1: Very very interesting data right there on Vegas. So, um riding hot form apparently a lot of those are are probably sub optimal fields in terms of strength. So, uh, he's taking advantage of his opportunities.
0: In that $6 range, it's starting to form here. CT Pan, who, believe it or not, has been ball striking the absolute heck out of it, finished third here at the Olympics, not at this event, but in Japan a couple of months ago. Adam Shank, Alex Noren, Tommy Fleetwood, and Joaquin Neiman round out this $6 tier. I have no idea. This like I'm not sure what Tommy Fleetwood is. At this moment, he is well respected in the betting markets. Joe, it has been a long time since we have seen him contend, and we—it's been a long time since we've seen him play to his DNA, which is a really good ball striker.
1: It's been like downright bad with Fleetwood. Um, Even like he's shown glimpses, but I'm looking at his ROIs; like it looks like he hasn't made you money in one, two, three, four, five, (laughs) six, seven events since the Wells Fargo. Um, all has been trending negatively for Fleetwood. My one caught, like there's always a buy low point, right? Like we talked about this last week when we touched on Ricky. Um, there's always a point where they sort of hit rock bottom and then the upside comes back. So I don't know if we're there with Fleetwood.
0: 14 of the 17 markets for Tommy Fleetwood, as I'm showing right now, uh, he has lost you money and he is likely now on pace to be probably the most expensive so 733 is the most expensive he's ever been already at $6 so despite the struggles uh seemingly we're seeing some early positive sentiment on Tommy Fleetwood is there anybody else here in the 6k range or the 6000 the $6 range that you would kind of uh prefer or maybe rank ahead of the rest of these peers
1: uh, yeah, I like Joaquin Neiman the best. I think that he's got the most upside. He's number three pre-ranked, obviously. Um, some, he hasn't been in the best form recently, but I think he's got the most upside of these guys when you're comparing them to someone like Fleetwood, uh, like Shank, like even like Pan, who's playing pretty well. I think Neiman shows up to an event like this and we probably get uh, his best foot forward. And I think that the caliber and the talent level of player that he is uh, could potentially shine through. And I think that, You know, he's a guy I can see uh, winning this thing at the end of the day. So, you know, when you look at the odds and and other things in perspective in contrast to the price point on jock market, uh, Neiman's that guy for me.
0: That number three pre-rank that Joe mentions is important. It means there are only two golfers in this field that are going to break a tie with Joaquin Neiman. So if seven guys tie for second, uh, Joaquin Neiman very likely to get the full payout there as there's only two golfers that are going to break the tie with him. While we were chatting, we're seeing movement towards $10. Xander Shoffley is now $10 even, Colin Morikawa $9.98. We also saw a big jump from Ricky Fowler, who just a few minutes ago was in the low $5 range, Joe, now $6.66 a share, which is asking him to finish in this small field, essentially within the top 25. We saw really good things from Ricky last week. Was that a flash in the pan, or are we expecting to see more of that this time around? I kind of expect it to
1: continue, and I hope it continues, but there were a lot of really positive signs for me with Ricky. The ball striking was phenomenal. I believe he led the field last week in terms of approach and ball striking numbers. Uh, he looked to really be in a comfort zone off the tee. He looked to be hitting it far. Like he was driving that drivable par four with ease, hitting it out there with guys like Adam Scott. Um, and, in. It wasn't like he went out there and just hooped a bunch of sixty-foot putts to get himself to the top of the leaderboard. He yeah. was consistently really good.
0: He actually, um, he actually didn't putt all that well. He lost like a stroke and a half putting yeah. last week. Yeah, and he he led the field off the tee. He was out driving Rory. It was it was impressive. That is generally um, some of the stickier stuff that you that you do like to see. So going back to that that five-dollar range that Ricky Fowler just vacated. This is where we always start to see a lot of names pile up here. Uh, Mav McNeely, Harry Higgs, Lonto Griffin, my penny stock, who is no longer a penny stock, Takumi Kanaya is five dollars a share. Who out of this range do we think that we should be uh monitoring over the course of the next oh my gosh, geez, 17 minutes or so?
1: Yeah, it's going by really fast. Um, uh, KH Lee's played pretty well. Emiliano Grillo is always a guy that I kind of like in these 4 or $5 ranges. I think he has a good bit of upside. And the jock market, I think, is a perfect place for a guy like Grillo. One guy in there that I kind of wanted to ask you about and seems a little out of place based on where we were at sort of in the spring with this guy. What about Charlie Hoffman? Is he just really kind of lost it? But uh, I just feel like there's there has to be some potential there.
0: So... This is interesting because he's been pretty objectively sour. Like if you look at some of his returns here in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cash markets, he's been a loser in eight of them, which if you would have told me that last summer, I would have been shocked because he had overall a very good year. He had a really good, uh, stretch run, you know, all, all summer long. This is where I start to go back and forth on this. Um, mm-hmm. The better players, I generally would prefer to look at their long-term stuff. And for Charlie Hoffman, the ball striking is really good. But does Charlie Hoffman then Joe fall into the category of good players that I think I should be giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like uh, yeah. I, I'm not comparing Charlie Hoffman to Rory McIlroy, but Rory McIlroy can win a golf tournament in any form. Charlie Hoffman, yeah can he top 15 a tournament in any form? Or is this a guy that we generally need to catch while he's playing? Well, I don't know the answer to that, but that's the question I'm asking myself on Charlie.
1: Same, same. And another guy that's kind of like that for me, also in that sort of low five, uh, high $4 range is Ryan Palmer. Um, yeah. good performance at this course. Last time in 2019, good performances in like spots throughout the season where he was fantastic. Like, he was top five and top ten like he was a darling in the jock market and in DraftKings, yeah. um, but it's just really lost it. And like you wonder uh, that caliber of player similar to Hoffman, like when it goes, it kind of goes. And maybe when they, you know, they meet with coach, they can kind of figure it out. They can they can have a six week, eight week run
0: yeah, it's it is fascinating how those two have uh, fallen off. Let me we are flying through this thing. I'm uh, it, it, when you're having fun time flies, I gotta give away more money here. So let me give away another twenty dollars. This one goes to. Oh, how about this name? Shagadelic. Congratulations, Shagadelic. That money is coming your way in the next 1 to 99 business days. So keep an eye out for that. If you too would like to enter into the draw to win $20 into the jock market, just go ahead and place your jock market username in the chat right now. That is how you will be entered into the draw. And it's very easy to do. I'm giving the big board a refresh here because I think we are seeing, yeah, we are seeing a clear kind of two-way path to the top here. Um, no surprise. Colin Morikawa and Xander Shoffley continue to extend. They are now both $10.76 a share. How high could these two go, Joe? What like What's the number here that these two could get to?
1: I think 12 is definitely a possibility for either one of them, really. I like Morikawa a little bit better. I feel like he's a little bit safer. Xander obviously has the win in Japan at the Olympics. Uh, they both have sort of their personal ties to the region and, and the Japanese culture as well. So a lot to play for for both of them. Um, yeah, I think it's 12 bucks, And I think it could easily get there. Like, look, you're asking them to finish top eight in a eight, really yeah. weak field uh, in order to break even. And if they do win, that still gives you the opportunity to more than double your money at $12 a share. So I think it could get there.
0: Hideki Matsuyama carving himself out a a clear tier two where he's the only guy there, and then it's Zalatoris, Nieman, and even Johnny Vegas following up behind. Let's go a little bit further down this board and see if we can find some of this value here. Um, There are a lot of uh, Japanese players and or players that play on the Japan tour, like Sean Norris, who got into this field thanks to Paul Casey withdrawing. He's $4.10 at the moment. He won last week on the Japan tour. When you start to look at uh, the combination of guys that might be a lot more unknown entities, like what's the current state of uh, Shugo Ibihara's game, or what's the current state of Satoshi Kadaira's game, and compare that to the current state of Kyle Stanley, Troy Merritt, Brendan Todd. Like, How do you assess this tier that is starting to become blended between these types of players?
1: It's 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 going to take – something is up here with a couple of guys down there in the $1 range, which is really low. But yeah, it, it, you know you're kind of splitting hairs between a lot of those guys that are that are three and four dollar range. Like, is something up with with Mito this week that I'm missing? Is he not he's, playing? Is,
0: he is. Um, he's an alternate, I believe. He's the first or second alternate in this field. Okay, and the guy and
1: Ray and and Bramlett and Svenson. I, I assume that
0: those guys are alternates as well. I believe so. I can pull up the alternate okay. list, but yes, I believe they are all. So the alternate list, I believe, is. Kelly Craft, Steven Yeager, uh, Ramey, Bramlett, Pereira, Sig, Molinax, Svenson, and Aaron Rye. So basically, Got yeah, all That's these guys what it is then. I, I saw
1: Mito's name there and at the number seven pre-rank at $1.05. I'm like, what's going on with Mito? Because uh, I know that he's your boy. But yeah, to get back to your original point, those guys in the in the $2 and $3 range, I mean, there's some decent players there, and you're not asking them to get much out of them. Brendan Steele. Wyndham Clark, Andrew Putnam's had a couple of decent starts. Adam Long is showing the potential to pop. Brandon Hagee, who was like the, the overall winner in ROI last year, is oh, another that's big right. guy right <laughs> at like three fifteen there. So those guys, like you're you're not asking much at all in terms of a payout in order to get a decent buck back on them. You know they finished top forty this week, and you're net positive.
0: It's clear that this is a very top heavy board uh we've been talking about it all evening when you see a field like this will you try to build heavy at the top will you try to throw more darts across the bottom of this because there's going to be a lot of guys in this field just by the nature of how this is going to end up shaking out that are going to be very profitable in in top 20 situations so how do you plan on attacking this in the next 10 or 11 minutes
1: i think i am going to switch gears a little bit this week as of right now now all this can change depending on pricing over the next 10 minutes and kind of try to target some of these three four five dollar range guys because i feel like they have a ton of upside this week and you're and what you're asking out of them is not to really finish top 10 you're asking them to finish top 40 in an 80 man field so uh, we'll see kind of how things shake out. I've got my targets favorited over on that tab, which is always a helpful tip that we give to everyone. Um, so we'll see how things kind of work out.
0: There are a couple of interesting names that we haven't talked about that are kind of our weekly staples here on tour. You talked about Emiliano Grillo currently $6 mm-hmm. and 75 cents. Cameron Tringale is six fifty. 50. Uh, one of the more improved players over the past couple of years, sporting a number five in the pre-rank. Wow. I, I I could get behind that. I, I could get behind Trigali. I could get behind Carlos Ortiz at $6.40. Ortiz has been playing a yeah. little bit better. The ball striking numbers are starting to come around. Adam Shank has been knocking on the door. I'm actually kind of loving the current state of like this $6 range here with, with eight or nine minutes to go.
1: Yeah, and even uh, our guy that we talked a good bit about last week, disappointing Sunday out of him, but Mav McNeely, like yeah. he had a couple, he got real popular there in Vegas in terms of his IPO price at like five and six bucks and didn't have a couple of good showings at the Shriners and CJ cup. But before that massive return at the Fortinet, uh, Northern trust, three M open John Deere rocket mortgage, like all these events, he's returning you a solid profit. in. so he went on a good little stretch late in the year. I think playing at 7,000 yards, smaller greens could be a good setup for a guy like McNeely.
0: I'm looking at this board. And I'm trying to do this. You know, usually when the dust settles, we look at this and we go, wow, so-and-so was underpriced. How did we not see that? So I'm trying to do that, you know, 10 minutes early now. It's um, so... It- is that is right now? Will Zalatoris the most mispriced guy? Because he, what's he at right now? I have him at eight fifty. I might be a minute behind, but I have him at eight dollars and fifty cents. Which is, uh, you know, he's obviously a great ball striker. He's not a very good putter. Well, Colin Morikawa is and Hideki Matsuyama fall into the same category. He's cheaper than Joaquin Neiman. He's more, um, I think he's more respected in betting markets at the moment. Like, is he the guy right now? If this ended right now, we would say he's 75 cents or a dollar too cheap.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that he ends up probably clearing Neiman and there's just a drop. Like there's a drop from Zalatoris to Vegas and Fleetwood at Um, It's sort of precipitous and kind of falls off a cliff there after those guys. He's the one that definitely sticks out at this mark. Um, I look at guys like down in the low sixes like Higo and Mackenzie Hughes and Eric Van Ruyen, who's been on a decent little run lately. Um, they feel like they could get a little bit of a jump. Tringale, though, still a 652 at the number five pre-rank feels pretty off to me
0: yeah it does uh let me give away let me give a little status update here and I'll give away a little bit of cash so uh we are by my clock at eight fifty p m eastern time so this iPO phase is gonna close in the next seven or eight minutes something like that, so we're just a couple of minutes away from letting go letting Joe go do his thing where he can uh go nuts and build a portfolio and then we can talk about it afterwards uh if you have not dropped your jock market username in the chat. You're going to want to do that. That gives you a chance to win $20. I'll give away another 20 here in just one second. And if you haven't deposited, the code is power. It's up to a $50 deposit bonus. That's the best one available. You're going to want to take care of that. We talked about it earlier. There are currently five, five different cash markets that are open on jock market right now across the different sports. So it's been, it's been pretty crazy. Um, the, the next $20 goes to, let me find the comment, Jack. Wars Jack. Uh congratulations that money is coming your way. I still have 40 more dollars to give away this evening, so make sure your Jack Market username is in the chat right now. And then Joe, I will give this one more refresh here on the big board and we will see if there's been any more movement at or near the top or really anywhere else. And the answer to that at the top is no. $10.76 for Morikawa and Xander. They might be tapped out at the moment, but we are seeing a little bit of love for Tommy Fleetwood, a little bit of love for Ricky Fowler, a little bit of love for Alex Noren. This is a board that's shaping up to, I think, get very, very spicy in the in the final couple of minutes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And just to kind of address something that I saw there in the chat about the jock box, they are, they are not very active right now. If you go to sort of the activity screen, um, they are not currently bidding on anyone that stops hours before the IPO closes. We talked about it before, but just to kind of clear that up, but Yeah. The last couple of minutes, there are a ton of bids that I'm looking at now because I am looking at who is bidding that are coming in by the second on a number of people that are are bringing prices up and down at a, at a, rapid rate here over the next seven minutes or
0: so. <laughs> yeah. These are humans bidding right now. <laughs> these, are, these are humans looking at the board, looking at the payouts and saying, uh, give me a piece of that. I do want to scroll down to this range right here, this three to $4 range. Uh, and as that even extends up to maybe $5 over the course of the next couple of minutes, Joe, this is really the most profitable, range. Now there's more golfers here, but this is on average, the most profitable range to be in. So are you able to pick out a guy or two here? You know, we talked about Kyle Stanley. Uh, we didn't talk about a Kramer Hickok, or we didn't talk about a Wes Bryan. Who's coming back again from injury after taking a lot of time off. Is there anyone in here that you would like to say, Oh, that guy, that guy I'm interested in.
1: Yes. Um, Brendan Steele is one of them just because of his accuracy off the tee. I think that he makes a good bit of sense and I just frankly think he's a little bit too cheap right now. Another guy that, that um, has had some decent performances of late, uh, kind of sneaky, is Andrew Putnam. Um, so he's way down there right now, but an 11th at the Shriners, a top 30 yeah. at the Fortinet, both in sort of the fall swing. We know how he can get a hot putter and kind of lean on that and get streaky at times, but um, seeing him all the way down there at the that, the price point that he's currently at, uh, as long as I need, don't need to uh, refresh here, it seems like a good bit of value. Yeah,
0: I think I see him at $3.98 at the moment. He is that <laughs> boomer bus type golfer. Uh, multiple instances of getting you 200 or 300% ROI or 99%, lots of weeks where he loses. This is the boomer bus play that you're looking for here with Andrew Putnam. But by my clock, Joe, it's 853 so we are about uh four, five minutes away from this IPO phase closing. We're gonna let you go here. Joe's gonna go do his thing. He's gonna pull up his app, he's gonna make his bids. But I believe last week, Joe, uh, the smallest portfolio you've ever had. Is that is that right? Yes, At least on the smallest show.
1: portfolio only ended up with three guys, but but had a good week. So maybe I'm on to something there. We'll see if we'll see how things go. I certainly was looking for more than that, but um, they're, they like, I'm looking through it right now. There's a ton of guys that I really like the price points on.
0: All right. Well, we will check in with you here in a few minutes. Good luck. Have at it. Let us know when that IPO phase closes and I will take you to the big board and I'll take you the rest of the way here in this IPO. Remember if your jock market username is not in the chat, you're giving up a chance for free money, literally free. So go ahead and do that. Colin Morikawa and Xander Shoffley, $10.76 a piece have not moved off of that price in quite some time. That is asking them to finish approximately... 11th or better, something like that. 10th or 11th or better. And uh, worth noting that Xander Shoffley is the number one pre-ranked golfer, meaning he breaks all ties. He's got that trump card. He could say, oh, that, that share, that full share is for me. He breaks all ties. Colin Morikawa, fourth in the pre-ranking. Again, Hideki Matsuyama has continued to carve himself out a single second tier. Just him, $9.59 at the moment, which is probably yeah, that's, uh, that's likely the most expensive. It is the most expensive that Hideki Matsuyama has ever been. $9.59 as he goes back to Japan to play in front of, this time around, 5,000 fans per day. Will Zalatoris and Joaquin Neiman sporting the same price tag at the moment, $8.88. That is essentially asking them to finish top 14. Top 14 in this small, no-cut field for Joaquin Neiman and Will Zalatoris, And then a sizable gap, dollar and fifty cents down to that man, Ricky Fowler. Johnny Vegas, Tommy Fleetwood, and Alex Norton, they all reside in that $7 range. Ricky Fowler, as we mentioned, led the field in strokes gained tee to green. Led the field in strokes gained off the tee. Didn't even putt all that well last week at the CJ Cup. Might be, might be riding some really good confidence. Ricky Fowler, $7.36 a share, which is asking him to finish about top 20. Not so bad when you put it into perspective, essentially the top third or top quarter of this field. I'm going to give this big board a refresh here. By my clock, it's 8.56 p.m. Eastern time, which means at in about a minute or so, at 8.57, we enter a 90-second window. That 90-second window means the IPO can close at any moment. Uh, That's how this works. And oh boy, we've got movement at the top. Colin Morikawa has extended himself into the $11 tier, $11 and one cent. That is the most expensive he has ever been. Xander Shoffley, $10 and 77 cents. And then Hideki trying to close the gap on the big boys. He says, no, 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 it is not a tier of one. It is a tier of three. We are all in the top tier, $10 and a quarter for Hideki Matsuyama with Will Zalatoris, now the only golfer in the $9 range at 9.05. A little bit further down the board, we are seeing some upward movement on Keegan Bradley. He was my mid-cap option, My mid cap market mover, $6.88, along with Eric Van Royen, Siwoo Kim, and Charlie Hoffman, all at $6.88. To put that into perspective, you need to finish 23rd or better to pay off that price. And we are now officially in that 90 second window. This IPO can close at any moment. Get your bids in. There is a lot of value out there, and people are not going to realize this is closing a day early because we are in Japan this week. The $6 range is massive. It's got names like Harry Higgs, Carlos Ortiz, Chris Kirk, guys that played well last week, guys that have struggled recently like Ryan Palmer, guys that got hot for a day like Robert Streb. There's just a lot going on here in this market. I'm going to try to give it one more quick refresh here before I get the signal that this IPO has officially closed. I'm going to try to get a refresh and see if those big boys are still making moves. And oh, let me tell you, they are. Colin Morikawa, 11 25. We are getting closer and closer to that being the most expensive of any golfer that we've seen in quite some time. Xander Schauffe, $11.01. Hideki stays strong at 10.25. We're seeing upward movement on EVR. He snapped out of that $6 range. He's now $7. Emiliano Grillo, $7.25, along with Tommy Fleetwood. In a world where Tommy Fleetwood and Emiliano Grillo are the same price, that's tonight, $7.25. And whether you agree with the pre-rankings or not. Emiliano Grillo, second in the pre-rank. That means that only Xander Shoffley breaks a tie. That is certainly a valuable thing to have. Looking at the rest of this board and as it's shaping up, Tom Hoagie got to six dollars. Ryan Palmer's been stuck there. Pat Perez is trying to break through along with Doug Kim and my penny stock, who I was very far off from being a penny stop to Takumi Kanaya, five dollars and fifty-five cents. I've got 858. We're still open, which means still open. this this means uh we've got one of the uh later. IPOs or later locks that we have seen here recently—they've been generally a lot earlier than this—but we are still open. Bids are still coming in, and Will Zalatoris is still seeing positive sentiment. Nine dollars and fifty-five cents—that price is asking Will Zalatoris to finish twelfth or better. That is a move we have seen. Um, Cameron Tringale—this looks like a late jump to me. Seven dollars and eighty-eight cents. He's passed Ricky Fowler. He's passed Johnny Vegas. He's passed Tommy Fleetwood. He is now the sixth most expensive golfer in the Jock market. Seven dollars and eighty-eight cents that's asking him to finish about 18th or better he has been a staple inside this top 20 we're still open and i've got 859 on my clock but we have not shut down yet And i'm going to try to give it one more refresh here this might be rivaling the latest close we have ever oh there we go that was late
1: that was late that was late there was there was a flurry of action late uh went to add a couple more shares of one player. We'll talk about it in a second. And I wasn't able to get them in. So I believe we are officially closed.
0: All right. Yes. We're going to let the dust settle here. We're going to let the, the system do its thing. I'm going to make sure my prices are all up to date. We're going to hear from Joe's portfolio. But first, let me give away a little more cash here. This one goes to... Let me find the comment. Jay... Meigs, JMM057, congratulations. That $20 will be on its way as soon as possible. And I have one more to give away this evening. So if you've not placed your Jock Market username in the chat, highly suggest that you do so. Uh, Joe, woo. Yeah. Late lock. What did we end with for your portfolio this evening? At the top, I, I ended
1: up with your blue chip, my man, Hideki. Uh, Ten dollars and twenty five cents per share, asking Hideki to finish twelfth or better to uh, return me a solid profit this week. I feel pretty good about it. I like his winning upside. You made a bunch of compelling points about why he should play well this week. <laughs> Seven fifty feels like a reach here, but I like it. It's Ricky. Um, I, I like felt it. like people just kind of slept on him late. I had the Sringale shares. He ended up getting passed there. I had some Zalatoris. I ended up getting that money back into the account. I went with Ricky late. Uh, moving down, Henry Norlander. Um, rated out really well. I thought it was a fair price at five sixty five dollars for me. We'll see if he can play well this week. All the way down, I guess you consider this in the penny stock range. A couple of guys in the four low $4 range. One was Adam Long. And the other I want to pull up here, I almost asked you about him earlier because I don't know much about these guys who play primarily on the, the Asian tour swing, uh, Chan Kim. So his betting odds and like top 10 odds were, were very surprising to me. He really sort of stuck out this week. So maybe the books were on to something there. He's had some good performances in WGCs and like the PGA Championship and the, and the yeah. Open Championship in the past. Um it seems like a pretty fair number that I got him at four fifty this week, which basically means he needs to finish like top half of the field,
0: yeah he's um he's he's pretty good. I believe he's top one hundred in the world, probably eighty or ninety something like that. He won I, I deep i went into a deep dive on a lot of these guys um over the course of the week. I believe he won uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Japan tour. Yeah, he's constantly a staple up there. and in my database, so I don't have a lot of rounds on him. Cause he, cause I just get the PGA tour rounds, but like mm-hmm. he, the, the, the few rounds that I have on him are generally very, very good. And then you look at his Japan stuff and he's uh he can win, he can get into the winner's circle. So it, I, I, I think you could have done much worse. So is that, is that Norlander long? And then Chan Kim, is that, is that the, 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 the full portfolio there?
1: Yep. And then Hideki, I don't know if you got Hideki, and Ricky Hideki. Norlander. Yep. That's okay. it. It was five.
0: All right, so here we go for Joe uh, Hideki, Ricky, Norlander, Adam Long, Chan, Kim, one, two, three, four, five different golfers. Let us know what you got uh, in the chat, and uh, we'll tell you if we like it or not, but here are here's the final board. Uh, no surprise, I don't think, Joe, that Colin Morikawa and Xander Shoffley kind of led the way here. 11.25 for Morikawa, 11.01. For Xander, were you attempting to get either of these two or was this price simply too steep?
1: Yeah, I had a Morikawa bid, I, I believe actually at eleven twenty-five, 25 but um, I think some people had it a little bit higher. So I ended up missing out on those shares based on where I was. But um, yeah, Xander feels like a good number there at $11. I like Tadeki a little bit more than Xander this week, which is why I took the slight discount
0: there have only been, I'm pulling this up right now. There've only been in the entire cash market history. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 golfers who have ever been more expensive. And I feel like more recently, Joe, people have realized that might not be the greatest strategy, but in in, in a field like this, uh, probably worth paying up for more than most weeks.
1: Yes, I would agree there, especially given the, the, caliber player that they are comparative to the field strength.
0: So Xander at 11.01, Hideki at 10.25, talked about them. Will Zaltor is 9.55, so no surprise. We entered the night saying these were your top four. They ended up being the top four. Joaquin Neiman, uh, he kind of threw himself into this top Mm -hmm. four and said let's make it a top five because there was a bigger drop-off certainly from Neiman to Tringale at 788 than there was from Zalatoris to Neiman. So if we were going to add a fifth golfer to that tier, is Neiman the one who was most worthy?
1: He was the one that was right below there for me. I am a little shocked about how close he got to Zalatoris. I feel like he's probably, in my perspective, a little closer to Tringale than he is to Zalatoris. So I would put him like at the top of tier B, um, but yeah, he made a late push there and, and people seem to like uh and got some shares of Joaquin.
0: Mike Van Veen got uh 50 shares of Xander, Morikawa, Deki, and KH Lee to go with 30 huh, 34 other holdings. Joe, <laughs> Mike. Mike, my man. I Mike, love it.
1: how do you how do you even do that? Like, are you using I, I wonder if he's using the um has gotta like, be into
0: the 12. API, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's tough to do. 30, 37 guys. Good luck, buddy.
0: Good luck to you, Mike. Um, Then they start piling up in the $7 tier. And I think this is, yeah, this is about right. I don't think the public could really decide or split hairs between a lot of these guys. It's everybody from Tringale, Fowler, Johnny Vegas, to CT Pan, EVR, and Siwoo Kim. It's just like, here's a bunch of guys that are all pretty similar and the public, the public said, "Yeah, that's that's the way we feel about it."
1: Yep, they lumped a bunch in there, even all the way down to the six dollar range. There's a ton of guys in the sixes, maybe fifteen yeah. guys there. A bunch of guys in the sevens as well. So it was kind of like pick your poison in that range. I didn't end up with any of them because uh, they all kind of clear the target price that I was looking for. But I think all individually possess some upside. But getting too many of them, I feel like it's going to be a little tougher to get a return this week.
0: Is there anybody that stands out to you? Price-wise, good or bad? Someone that you thought would have been more expensive? Somebody you thought would have been a little bit cheaper?
1: I mean, a couple of guys who just have shown no form, but I think have had upside in the past. Wallace and Munoz being down there. They didn't even make the $6 range. Um, Wallace has had a couple of good streaks. Sebastian Munoz is just not playing well right now. But he was traditionally, like this time last year, a great player in the jock market. Uh, Brandon Grace, even two, They're all right there at 555. Like those are guys that it wouldn't shock me if any of them sort of come in and like finish top eight this week, would it?
0: No. No, it would it would not surprise me if anyone finished top eight this week. <laughs> yeah, I, um, uh-huh. I think these I think these two maybe I'm higher on. Carlos Ortiz, 655, Harry Higgs, 634. That's asking yeah. them to finish top 25. I think I'm I think I'm probably more bullish on them than maybe most, but for the most part, this, yeah, this kind of shook out closer to what we normally think than most weeks. Some weeks we get it very wrong, but this looks about right.
1: Sure. I think the floor was kind of just given the way that the, that the new sort of pricing payout structure as that was implemented last week was a lot higher. So, I mean, even your guys at the bottom, Bill Haas went for $3 and 55 cents. Like normally we'd see him in a full field event, barely clear a dollar 50. You know what I mean? So so the, the guys at the very bottom, Wes Bryan at 369, we're just seeing everything kind of get pushed toward the middle there in, uh, and, and, you know, forces you to kind of make a decision one way or the other.
0: The good news is we've only just begun. We can now enter the live trading portion of this. And if it's anything like last week, you're going to see some big movements across the board round by round, especially when you give all these guys who are all really, really good uh, for guaranteed rounds. So that starts now. You can buy and sell and start shorting golfers. Um, and I do wonder, Joe, this is going to be aired. So they're going to tee off around like six or seven o'clock at night, Eastern time. The coverage isn't going to start until 11 PM Eastern. It's going to run to two thirty AM. Is there an advantage? Like you could be <laughs> snagging up shares or sell, you know what, like in the middle of the night while everybody else is sleeping, you know?
1: Yeah. You want to be careful not to leave any open orders. Uh, if you go to sleep at 9 PM, but uh, yeah, look, there's always opportunity there, right? Especially when all your guys, you don't have to worry about the cut line. You got four full rounds of coverage. We saw last week, I mean, Keith Mitchell, Ricky Rory, like there's different guys leading at different points every day so that that's golf and that's these tournaments when when you're particularly, uh, you know, low scoring, shorter courses, it brings a ton of people into play and there's really low scores out there if you want to go and get it.
0: All right. Let me give away our final $20 this evening. I might sneeze. No, I think I'm good. Uh, Mike Stell. Mike Stell, congratulations. You get our final $20 this evening. Uh, We will do it all again next week, which is, what did we say? Bermuda, I believe.
1: Bermuda. Yep. Bermuda next week and then my Cobra, right?
0: Bermuda then Mayakoba. We'll be back to our normal Wednesday evening, eight fifteen PM Eastern Time, because that will be more back on our normal Thursday to Sunday uh, schedule for those events. If you haven't deposited yet, go ahead and use the code Power. That is the best available deposit bonus. But Joe, this is—it's uh, going to be a little bit coffee, going to be a little bit of late nights. It's going to be fun, my friend.
1: Yeah, it's a fun course. Like I remember this pretty vividly. I know I did a ton of diving into it uh, back in twenty nineteen. So. I feel like I have a pretty good feel for it. It's very fun. It's very uh, easy on the eyes to take in this course over there in Japan. So should be a good event. Excited to get to the Caribbean swing. And, and it was great to see a bunch of new names here in the chat tonight as well, as it's as kind of been a theme recently. So appreciate all you guys for stopping by. We'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, follow Joe on Twitter at Picks. You can follow me at Rick Run Good. This has been your Jock Market Power Hour for this week's Zozo Championship. Good luck, and we'll catch you next week.